Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Front Row Cinema, a movie podcast for movie lovers by movie lovers. I am your host, TJ Trimboli, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Ghostface Killer in the flesh, Mr. James O'Reilly. What's going on, buddy? It's going, man. And each week, as always, we love to run down a movie from my 1,000 movies in theaters, and we see how well it's aged, along with the hype surrounding the film, its box office analysis, and legacy in the film industry. And Jim, what movie are we watching for the people tonight? Scary movie. Scary movie. Parody film. Scary We're diving into the 2000 parody film, Scary Movie, directed by Keenan Ivory Waynes and starring Anna Faris and Marlon and Sean Waynes. Uh, This is, I feel like, a different one for us here tonight uh, in the podcast, diving into some comedy, I feel like, uh, for the first time here. Yeah. I mean, I guess Rugrats is kind of supposed to be a comedy. I don't know. But yeah, this is like (laughs) the first, like straight comedy movie i suppose loop and rugrats right in there with scary movie you heard it here folks uh you can watch rugrats and scary movie as a double feature for comedy if you're into it i wouldn't recommend it (laughs) no i also would not recommend that but yeah this is kind of like first comedy for us to do but also i feel like the beginning of the end for the parody film do you agree with that yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I, they go on for a long time after this, but it is weird to, like, look back and watch this movie, because at the time, like, this was probably, like, the first real parody movie I had watched. I guess I might have seen Airplane at this point, um, but, like, so, yeah, like, this is, like, one of the biggest parody movies, for sure, right, that, like, from our lifetime. But definitely from our generation, yeah. But, yeah, it, it it definitely seems that this was, like, the last – obviously, we didn't realize it at the time when we were kids, but looking back on it now, it definitely feels like it was the last good parody movie, I want to say, in the sense that it took genres of movies that it had to spoof well, but also imbibed it with other stuff, whereas – you see the parody movies that have come out since that almost just like beating a dead horse with its one joke that it has to use for like the entire movie. Yeah. Um, and I we can, will talk about those guys as we go into it. But you don't, you mean like the franchise scary movie. You don't mean just the first scary movie. Yes. Right. Like, cause like there's, there's better scary movies than the first scary movie. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean, this is a, as a franchise. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The last bastion of good, like parody movies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's probably the last one that anybody remembers. I saw a lot of them <laughs> and I, yes. I like, yes, we did. We saw, we saw many of these movies. Um, but yeah, it's definitely felt like this was, and it was, it was fun to go back and watch this one again, having not seen it in a while and like, remember like the fun heyday when parody movies worked well in theaters, because you don't really see parody movies ever anymore. And if you do see them, they are torturous. Yeah. Well, and I guess that's probably why I don't think of scary movie as like the end end of them, because I think that the internet and like meme culture is really what completely destroys them, you know? Um, and that, to me, that doesn't come out until like, that doesn't really start to pick up as a replacement until like later than scary movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. I mean, there were, there were definitely ones that were still coming out. Oh, scary movie. I mean, we saw Plenty of them, unfortunately, in theaters. Uh, yeah, like, I wouldn't say they were good, but they definitely got me to chuckle. 
and like they were still like you know at least making enough money that somebody would like try and make them and but i just think like the internet as an idea has like completely killed the purpose of these movies entirely yeah and i guess also like you see a lot too now like i feel like movies today are too meta and in on the joke to be able to do parody well anymore because like you you take a look at a movie like like, the marvel movies are a perfect example because they're just chocked full of silly jokes that poke fun at itself that undermine even being able to make a parody of it. Like you look at Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania that came out earlier this year and you look at Modoc. Modoc right there is the parody version of that character. Like they did it just right. in a movie instead of a parody movie doing it. Yeah, which I so yeah, I definitely get your point and that is a pretty good example. Um the way I look at it though is like there's still movies that are like taking themselves way too seriously and like my counter example would be um probably morbius <laughs> right like <laughs> morbius is an absurd movie because of how seriously it's taking itself like it doesn't it's not in on the joke you know what i mean um and like to me like that's the kind of movie that the people who make scary movie would really thrive on except for the fact that the internet like by the time morbius even like gets into theaters it's already been the butt of the joke for like months you know what i mean they've already like by the time you can make a movie making fun of it i'm already over it like i'm done making fun of it (laughs) yeah like it's it's already old news and when you already have the internet tricking sony into releasing the movie a second time saying they'll go see it and then no one right. goes see it. like right. like that's like that's a better parody people would go see it for the memes yeah yeah like that's that's better than any parody movie you could ever make of that so yeah definitely i would definitely feel like it's a good combination of the two that have yeah and like helped. i mean just like reddit and like twitter are like the ultimate like joke pitch room so like by the time you make a movie i've already heard the like 10,000 best jokes about this you know what I mean like you're not gonna beat like just millions of people hitting their head against the wall for six months you know what I mean yeah um so I don't know it's like I definitely get where you're coming from where like some movies have kind of like just embraced the fact that they're silly um I just think that there's like there's still plenty of prime candidates out there to be the center of a movie like this. It's just that we've already like totally roasted them by the time I would even be thinking about seeing the parody in theaters. That's fair. Yeah, when you have such access to this kind of digital world now where everybody is ripping jokes out five seconds after a thing has already happened, by the time you could ever put out something in theaters that was joking about a certain movie, it's already been done to death by people on the internet and you've seen everything yeah like you're by the time morbius gets in the theater yeah be on the verge of beating it like it's like a dead horse you know what i mean like it's like from the first trailer of that people are like oh my god this is gonna be so stupid like you know what i mean so it's just i don't know you can't you can't win that race yeah it's tough i wonder if there is any scenario or world in which a parody movie could kind of see like a resurgence or see like any type of success that it did back in the heyday like today yeah i mean like i you know i think they're like a parody tiktok 
you know what I mean? Like, I don't know that people are going to, like, devote 90 yeah. minutes to, like, that kind of thing that we just watched this week anymore. You know that, what I mean? That might be the saddest sentence I've ever heard. Yeah. Parody TikTok. Like, do you have, like, a sketch comedy YouTube channel that could give this to me, like, in two and a half minute increments? <laughs> like, then I'll probably watch it, you know? oh boy so the poor the poor parody movie like so many other genres of its heyday has been put to rest but thankfully we still have these uh old classics that we can return to um like always we always love to take a look back at yesteryear and see what we remember about seeing these movies for the first time and uh jim do you did you see this movie in theaters we're still in the time frame where I don't really remember. I know that I watched this at home. I couldn't tell you for sure if it was the first time that I watched it when I was at my house. But, like, this doesn't seem like one that my parents would have taken to me in theaters, you know? Absolutely. No, watching this back now, I was laughing at the fact that my dad took me and Zach to see this movie. Because if you think I was too young in 2000 at 10 years old to see this movie, just imagine how my brother probably ingested that information being four years younger than me. Like, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It w would you say this one was like really raunchy? I thought it was like mostly pretty tame. No, for the most part, it was, it felt pretty tame. Uh, by today's standards, at least. I think there were a few bits that definitely were probably like, my dad was probably like, oh shit, like, I hope I, they didn't get that. Which, yeah, I mean, when the to guy be fair, gets like a through his ear, that was pretty, uh, that, yeah, was, that like, was definitely up there. That was a little graphic. Yeah, like there's a few. And I'm sure they did go over my head back when they came out. Like, obviously, when we had watched them in high school and everything, I, I picked up on it a lot more. But there's no way that like 10 year old me understood like him coming her to the roof like oh, yeah. the yeah. ceiling like she gets stuck like a web with semen like i probably was just like dad what happened and he was like i'll tell yeah, you dude, <laughs> now that you mention it i actually pretty vividly remember not really understanding the punchline there like, yeah he was just I like oh what happened when he brought out like the the like the chainsaw to like landscape it like i understood that but I didn't really get like what was going on at the end, not in any real kind of way. Yeah. So it it cracks me up that my dad took us to see the in theaters, uh, but also at the same time, thank you, Big Rob, for you know taking us to movies way earlier than we should have seen them because uh, this was a classic. And I feel like movies like this are definitely like going back and rewatching these movies. Uh, it it just reminds me so much of like where all my like core humor came from because this movie is yeah. chock full of so much stupid comedy that makes me laugh way more than i probably should yeah that's like, I mean, and like, not and not even at the stuff like when i say way more than i should i don't mean it like stuff that's aged poorly i mean it like literal dumb shit yeah yeah would, that's fair like, i would in the, the cry first, laughing the first scene when uh when he's like, I want to see your insides. And she's like, oh, like turn to page 10. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like shit like that. It's just always funny, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, the, 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 the one that I legit was just like crying for, and it's something so dumb is also in that opening scene when she's like, when he first breaks in and she's running past and it cuts to the popcorn and it's the ginormous <laughs> thing just like shaking around on the stove like just stupid visual humor like that 
Yeah. It's always but been like, like the funniest thing to me. That's like a shot like pulled directly out of Scream where they're just like, dude, look at how stupid this is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like that's why I think like I love that old style of parody where the joke always lends itself to what you don't normally expect. Like a lot of the later parody movies that, you know, would come out when we were in high school was always like the lowest common denominator. It was the joke you could see from like five miles out. And this movie always managed to, it also had those lowest common denominator jokes, but it also had some very fun and like clever jokes that you wouldn't normally expect to be the the punchline when you're watching it. Yeah. And you'd like, you're saying like the popcorn one is like one of those. Yeah. Like it's just such a funny, silly visual gag that in Scream is there in the background that you wouldn't normally think to be like, that's something we can make fun of. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's, I think it's kind of like a lowest common denominator joke, but just with like one layer, which is like, if you've seen Scream, they're cutting to that stupid popcorn to like build tension. Yeah. And that really is dumb when you think about it. It's about to get murdered. Like the popcorn popping too much on the stove is so irrelevant, you know? Yeah, it's you know, it's like, cutting so... into it like as if a thing that builds such a, it's so stupid. So I don't know. I think it's like a lowest common denominator joke in the sense that it's like that's just pointing at it and being like, How dumb is that? And then like taking it to that extreme is pretty cool. Yeah. I love, I love uh when they do that um for stuff like that so it's it's funny to go back and watch these movies and remember like oh yeah that's where all my stupid humor comes from like whenever like when we were watching it like heather i don't think laughed once like she hates parody movies like just doesn't like them whatsoever does not think they're funny and so she's sitting there just dead face watching this and i'm crying laughing and she's just sitting there just being like you make so much more sense to me now she was like this is like 90 percent of this idiot's humor that's pretty fair yeah and i feel like i fall into the exact same camp honestly that's just that that 2000s humor it was just like so silly for its time well and like i don't know i think my favorite parts of this are the parts that are kind of dated like like when they're like the movies that they're making fun of like it helps i guess that scream and uh, i know what you did last summer are movies that i've seen a lot since they came out so like those references feel less dated and especially because scream is they're still releasing scream movies you know it's crazy the Um, longevity of that franchise yeah but like you know like they they do that usual suspects thing at the end which is like it's just it was probably dated when that movie came out like it's pretty it's like absurd how dated it is now you know yeah and that's funny too that they would shove in so many references not from just horror movies either like they were just like no bit yeah well maybe the most thing movie. in the whole movie is those budweiser commercials yeah dude i was gonna I, w- I was writing down like every time they made a reference so i could try and catch like every single one and when they did the budweiser one i I was like dude that's a reference that's so dated that i feel like people watching it today wouldn't even know what the fuck it was from anymore yeah, like, like how long were those even a thing for probably what those like, are like yeah <laughs> Yeah, and like what, like the late nineties? Is that the late nineties was like the Wazop commercials, and like yeah. somehow that's in this movie. Like that's that's a perfect example where you talk about like that's a meme right there. 
like yeah. in today's day like that exactly. would have that would have just been a meme exactly. you laugh and move on from but like and yeah. they but back then when you didn't have that they were just like that's a bit we'll put in the movie like it, it, it lends nothing to the movie other than like the killer calling them and them doing that it's it's, it's a perfect example like you were talking about of just like how all of the stuff in this movie you would just find on the internet today uh, one of the things i was shocked to see when we were going down here um that you'll run down for us as always was the box office performance like we were talking about how like was there a, a heyday for these movies and for the this, this movie did pretty solidly at the box office like you want to run down those numbers yeah so it um it's opening weekend it debuted number one and please let me know if i'm reading this wrong because it sounds ridiculous uh debuted at number one with 42.3 that's million yes beating the perfect storm which oh. i was was this the perfect storm's opening weekend i really got to get better at looking this stuff up before we do that no pre the perfect storm i think it's opening weekend was the previous weekend I think right this was so, the second the second weekend of perfect storm yeah but so this movie made 42.3 million dollars it's opening weekend yeah that's crazy like for a I'm spoof, sure a spoof that, movie. That beats the marvels right like what did that oh, yeah do the yeah the marvels open to what 47 like that's not that far ahead of that right that's what i'm saying like, that's insane that's what is, insane. uh the the hunger games prequel that just came out opened the 44 right and like what do you think if they if they released another parody movie today how much money do you think it makes like not even near that much yeah right? no i wouldn't even sniff close to that like maybe like two million dollars like for yeah. the opening weekend if it was lucky i think like the biggest you could get would maybe be if they made another scary movie and that would just be off of the name alone but still i don't i, I think it would be lucky to sniff 10. yeah there's no way yeah but um it beats it beat air force one for the highest opening weekend for an r-rated film and that's wow. ever yeah at that at that point in time the year 2000 yeah which right, is crazy. Which is, that's a whole nother crazy perspective to think about because there's it's, a lot better r-rated movies yeah, out there at, at one time in the world scary movie was the highest grossing r-rated movie of all time yeah or at least the highest group the best opening weekend i guess the be, yeah the best yeah the best opening weekend sorry that's what um, i mean. But still, that's insane. Like, it Man. just goes through, like, how popular this kind of thing would have been. Like, it's, it's wild to even think about. Yeah, it's insane. And then it finished with $157 million domestic and $122 million, uh worldwide. Or, sorry, international with $278 million total. Yeah. That movie made a lot of money. Yeah, that's also like movie that they don't really do anymore which is like the low to mid-budget movie that's gonna make you like a few hundred million like that's like kind of a thing of the past right they don't even like try to make those movies anymore yeah, you you very rarely see movies like that because they don't know how to control their budgets anymore but also look at scary movie it was a blockbuster movie made a hundred million at the block at, at at the domestic box office like yeah. in what like you've got Big blockbuster movies coming out today that can't touch a hundred million. You know what didn't make a hundred million at the block at the at the box office? Marvel's it doesn't look like it's gonna get there. It's not gonna get to a hundred million total. That movie is what you're saying. Sitting right now, like it, it just keeps dying week to week with more and more stuff coming up. So it needs like a hail mary. I think it's sitting right now at like sixty. 
over two weekends. And it's it's coming out in like I guess it's like coming out for the holidays, so maybe it does well over the holidays. But still, that's but but you got you got competition there. You're going up against the Hunger Games now. Trolls, Wish, yeah. Honestly, oh, that might be like a rethink Hollywood entirely moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like where if 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 the Marvels doesn't even outgrow scary movie to <laughs> that's like a, you might need to really reevaluate what you guys are trying, trying to, to do over there trying to take us take a step back and be like you know what maybe we don't release one of these for you know a couple of years maybe let's uh let's retool yeah yeah i don't know but it's, not to get too off topic i suppose yeah but that is absolutely but no that's that's like to me those are pretty astonishing box office numbers for this movie i wouldn't have thought it was nearly that much for a movie like this like that is insanely impressive and it shows why you know we got what five of these right i think they made they somehow got up to five scary I movies maybe i i know i saw up to four i don't know if yeah. They made no, yeah no we saw up to four in theaters and i could have sworn they made one more after that and i was like yeah you're not tricking me again <laughs> yeah and I'm very much looking forward to when we talk about Scary Movie 3, which is yes. potentially the funniest movie of all time. Spoiler alert for the people at home. Scary <laughs> Movie 3 is our favorite scary movie. Yeah. Which makes sense considering it was written by the guys, or some, not all of them, but I know like one or two of the guys that did Airplane. Yeah, that did Airplane, yep. And like Airplane. Leslie Nelson's in that one. Yeah, like that one's all star cast right there. Like that's just a, that's just a classic. And you want to talk about like shaping our humor? That's yeah, it's, uh, it's was it only one of the Zuckers who does Scary Movie Three? I think so. I both think I think it was one of them. I don't think it was both of them. I think it might have been David Zucker. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, sure. One of, yeah, one of those guys. The guys who did Airplane, they're pretty cool. The guys who did Airplane, one of the funniest movies ever made. Yeah, but yeah I I I miss humor like that parody films like i i feel like humor today in movies is so different than what yeah. you get in these like parody movies today like it, it 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 left like you see some movies but i feel like the visual joke humor you do not see in a lot of movies today just that visual gag yeah well again like because movies like this they're like the reason I like Scary Movie three the most is because it's like the least dependent on its source material for its humor. I guess is what I would say. Like, it's just a series of like small things that make me laugh. Like when like the guy like gets the Yahtzee or whatever, like all that stuff. And I don't, we don't want to talk too much about that movie as opposed to the first one. Yeah, yeah, come on, Jim, bring it to this one. <laughs> But like, it's like, again, like all that stuff, I don't need you to give it to me for 90 minutes. Like when none of it's really like all that connected and it's just a, a series of like gags and like you said, like visual kind of things. It's like, why wouldn't I just see that on like a TikTok or a YouTube video? You know what I mean? If it's like a 15 second visual gag, like it's made for this like 15 second at a time thing, you know? Yeah. God, the internet has ruined us. <laughs> yeah so yeah i don't know it's like i i just think that's what it comes down to is like the internet is like the much better delivery system for this kind of humor and so that's where, that's where everybody gets it from yeah now you just get it and... the need for it hasn't gone anywhere it's just being filled by something totally different yeah you're just getting it in a 15 second clip now instead of a 90 minute movie what a shame what a shame but there were a lot of references in this i got 
I tried to write down as many as I could um, in here. And obviously, you know, there was the big one with Scream and I know what you did last summer. Um, but it was it was funny to see movies that you wouldn't normally expect in there. Like obviously you had your low hanging fruit, like the Sixth Sense reference in there. Literally, the was it when they're like getting high and Shorty's just like, I see dead people. There's just like the marijuana smoke coming out. It's like that's a low that's that's a low common denominator one right there, man. Like yep, yeah. But then they have great ones in the in the same bit that still make me laugh. Because in that same scene, like two seconds later, when the killer shows up, then they have him ripping a bowl hit right out of the fish tank. <laughs> and like, and that gets me and I start laughing, you know, it's just like these movies are <laughs> so silly. But it's, uh, yeah, it's the thing, they're so stupid. Like, it's just so out of the blue that they just start hanging out with the guy who's killing everybody. Yeah. And then like, it just goes like, they're having like the rat battle. And he's like, oh, I got the one. And his, one his rap the, battle just kills everybody. One of the sillier parts of the whole thing. Right? Yeah, it's definitely like, one of the one of the sillier parts. But I did, I really did enjoy um Marlon Wayne's character in that movie. As dude, uh, also yeah. one of the jokes, I think the hardest hitting joke in that movie that I had completely forgotten about, and I was like, holy crap is in the beginning of the movie after you know the opening scene and they're interviewing everyone and they're interviewing Marlon Wayans's character and uh-huh. they're asking about the girl and he's and he's telling them about something they're like and then what happened he's like oh i don't know then she woke up so i just put my tongue out of her ass and left and it was like whoa what like did they just make a really hard rape joke like what the fuck i mean i'm pretty sure that this there's a certain somebody who is a producer of these movies Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's right. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just double checking that he did the first one, but I know that definitely like, did because it was sure that all of these are like Weinstein movies. Yeah, he ran Mar- Miramax, and they were the right. they were the big uh, studio behind these movies. Wow, that's he was just on set that day, and he was like, "Yeah, it's a good line. Like throw that in there." <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that was like the one line in the whole movie that where I was just like, "Oh shit." Like that's not a good one. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty rough. There was a, there was another part that I kind of like did like a quadruple take at. Which one? Um, like it was toward the end, like in the movie theater, when um, what was her name? Like Brenda or like Brandy? Like I forget what her Brenda, name. Is. Brenda, yeah, yeah, Brenda. Like she's like talking throughout the movie, <laughs> and then like. The crowd of like very old white people like beat her to death. <laughs> Just all take turns stabbing her. Yeah, it was like one of the wildest things I'd ever seen. I was like, holy shit, how is this in this movie? Yeah, that is an absurd moment in that and dialed up to such a degree. Like it, it's one of those ones that are like in the beginning, you're like, oh shit, that's uh that's interesting. And then it ends up getting me and I start laughing. Because then it's like a Buddhist monk shows up and he's like, this is for ruined Jackie Chan movies. And then like, it's like a Jew and he's like, a Schindler's List. It's like, yeah, it's so it over the top. It's absurd. Yeah. Like they really like hit all the things. And like you said, because that's the thing. It's like a very like uncomfortable thing to watch. And then like they like add in all these like layers of racism. <laughs> like, that's just like, it's like incredible by the end of it. And then you're like, man, the, the 2000s were a much different time. <laughs> yeah. You could really like get away with 
any type of joke that you wanted to make you could you just threw anything against the wall yeah because like that was like i didn't even remember that that had happened in the movie and i saw that movie a lot you know what i mean um so it was just so normal <laughs> yeah well i think the one that cracks me up also the most about that which is just another one of those things where like it's such a good bit is that they're just seeing shakespeare in love but she's treating it like it's a horror movie. Like Shakespeare <laughs> shows up and she's like, don't go in there. That's a Shakespeare. Like, 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 if, like he's going to go in and murder her. That is a pretty funny layer to it too. Yeah. Like where you're like watching this movie that like, isn't like a scary movie, like where you would be like talking and saying stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, that was like one of the things that really stood out to me about this was that scene in particular. And I was just like, man, what a different time 2001 was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, well, that, that, you know, the fucking rape joke. And then obviously the gym teacher, Miss Man, is another one that oh, you yeah. had, that a lot. I feel like a lot of people today would be like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> yeah it's definitely it's definitely out there that would definitely elicit some strong opinions on either side yeah it it's 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 so absurd and it comes at a left field too because like it's not even like i couldn't even figure out if it was spoofing a movie or if they were just like you know it would be funny if their gym teacher just had balls like it's like okay yeah, I mean, like, I feel like it's probably the latter, but then there also might have just been some obscure 90s thing that they're referencing that we just don't remember, you know yeah, what I mean? Entirely, but well, yeah, I would imagine that the joke probably stems from, like, a joke that, you know, everyone, their gym teachers are always, like, whether you had a girl or a guy was, like, very manly because they were the gym teacher. Yeah. They probably just took it to that level where they're like, all right, yeah, what if it was, like, a girl gym teacher, but he was ripped and he had balls, and it's like, yeah, bro, like, let's do that, like, that's great yeah but that's like to me that's such a like common thing from back then that like, oh yeah that's surprised if there was a movie like about like some sports movie where like the gym teacher was very like masculine you like know? That, yeah that's like such a you know like 2000s like storyline yeah but i don't know yeah so like that 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 stuff is that thing was also yeah a little bit like man oof, that's a whole different thing today yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's a very, it's a very hard. I know, and I always know um, when they hit because you'll, I get that illicit reaction from Heather, where she'll be like, "What?" <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it was, it was two thousand. It was, uh, it's a wild time. Yeah, much different, much different time, <laughs> much different time. I gotta say though, one of my favorite running jokes throughout this entire movie, um, and this also might be one that. I probably could turn some people off, but it it gets me every time I watch it. And it's it's Sean Wayne's character. Like the yeah. fact that he was like, I want to play this character. And then throughout the entire movie, I'm just consistently going to make gay references and just be as flamboyantly gay as possible. And then the joke be that he's not gay at the end. And every honestly like i it, i didn't even need him to not be gay at the end because throughout every every single time he opened his mouth every single thing that he did was great for me <laughs> like when we first meet him and he's like yo does this shirt make me look gay he's like nah man and then he tucks it like in to make it look like it's like a bra type shirt and he's just like how about now <laughs> he's like nah man <laughs> okay yeah yeah i'm like a couple things i also thought it was really funny 
And, like, it's definitely another thing that's, like, very much of its time in the sense that, like, I don't know if, like, being in the closet for younger people is the same kind of thing as it was back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, and I think it was, like, a very big trope in movies to have, like, the gay best friend who, like, they, like, just never actually explicitly say he's gay. He's gay, yeah. But, like, that's kind of what he is. Or, like, yeah. So, like, I don't know, I thought it was hysterical, and, like, I'm pretty sure that, like, he actually is gay, and, like, the joke at the end is that he just, like, literally doesn't actually realize it. <laughs> like, that, yeah, that he actually is. Like, he's yeah. he's playing it straight the whole time, like, oh, pun intended, I guess. <laughs> like, his gayness, like, finds ways to creep out because it's actually there. So, like, that's, yeah. to me, that was the joke at the end, was, like, he's so in the closet that, like, even he doesn't realize he's gay. He's gay, yeah. I love, you took me to all those restaurants. They play good music. <laughs> and, like, isn't it, like, wasn't he, like, having sex with the other killer dude at the end? Yeah, yeah, well, he was just like, but we cuddled. He's like, hey, now, first of all, you sucked my... <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So he's so, but yeah, he every he 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 was the best part to me in this movie because every time he I he was getting ready to say something, I knew it was going to absolutely fire. Like when they're sitting around and they're talking about the girl that got killed, and and he's just like, oh yeah, like tight ass, like great jeans, and they're like, yeah, that was her. And he goes, no, I was talking about Steve. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny, so funny, and. Uh, every time yeah it's like dude like honestly like 95 percent of his lines in this movie are like some kind of gay joke <laughs> like, yeah it's just some like just oh it's it's just like, so it's funny. some kind of like weird innuendo or like reference to the fact that he's attracted to men nearly every single line is that it's so funny yeah he, like, he, it's just by halfway through the movie it's like impressive that they're that committed to it you know <laughs> Yeah, to that to that bit that by the time you get to the point where he's uh you know making out with uh Brenda and he's like yeah put my put my uniform on he's like yeah 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 that looks good he's like, now put this helmet on yeah starts like he's like all right now you do me you do me <laughs> like what very silly he's he, he yeah he's out. he's the one who gets the dick through the ear at the glory hole yeah which is also one of the most like insanely absurd visual gags i think i've ever seen in a movie <laughs> like and it's funny shocking. Yeah. it's funny that i don't know which one feels more visceral as the first point where the dick just lightly comes through and tickles his ear or when it like violently goes through his ear because both just manage to be so visually silly that i don't know <laughs> i i just can't decide which one is more visceral because I'm like they're both just so goddamn silly. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Like it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> it's it's absurd. But I love like the little bits that are just sprinkled throughout this movie. Like that you even see in that scene, like when when he first comes in to use the bathroom and all the dudes are like peeing in the urinals and it's like a horse race. Like it's like one of the carnival game races to like see who could like fill oh, yeah, up yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. first. Yeah. Like all those little bits get me every time like bobby gets out um of jail after the night he's talking to cindy in school and then bubba like one of the prison guys like comes up around him and like rubs his shoulders he's like i'll see you in the showers like yeah oh my god Dude, like, you know every... what else you know what i just remembered too there was another part that was like not quite uh 
2023 level, which is like Officer Doofy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing that really saves it is that in the end, he's playing the usual suspects like Gag, where he's Kaiser Sose, and like, he's actually like cool and hip, and like, he'd like. Yeah, right. So he's like playing on what you would expect. You know, like a mentally challenged person to be, like, so that he yeah, can like, get it, in under it the radar. Saves it because then you're just like, oh, that guy's just a dick, and that he's just pretending to be that. So that's, of course, that's what a dick would pretend to be. Yeah, but it's still it's, like it's still like way over a lot of lines. Really, yeah, it is, and it's it's crazy. Like when we were in when we were kids too, like seeing this movie and everything. Like it never even thought out that context or anything because how many times when we were in high school would we just be like hanging out and we would just be like gale swallows it's another thing that like i didn't even really like think twice about at the time exactly. you know what i mean like yeah like like you're not even thinking about like the if it's offensive or not or anything you're just like it's just a funny line spoken by a funny guy in the movie and you're like and you just end up parodying it yeah that was just another thing. It just hit me like, oh, yeah. yeah we no, no. Earlier. Like, that's definitely in that list of things. Oh, no, yeah. The, he pretty much every time he opens his mouth until the end, like, you're just like, oh, boy. Like, when he, like, first comes in when she's talking to the police officer and he's just like, I made a poopy. It's like, oh, my God. Like, they're really going, like, so far with them. Uh, yeah. like, Did you just say you made a poopy? That cop, the the main sheriff, he also kills me every time like right after oh, yeah. um what's his name gets killed she gets she gets attacked and she gets brought in he goes he goes cindy i just want to show you some pictures and then yeah. uh, and then you can get out of here and then he just shows her pictures of him in a like just a thong posing in like the biz backyard yeah and isn't he like he's like you, you sure on that last one yeah like, like, she's just like no and he's like all right i'll let you get out of here and he's like just, just, just take a look at this one one more time yeah yeah He's doing like the Gerber baby pose. That's so ridiculous. Like, like that's first I loved in this movie, by the way. Sherry O'Terry was his was a (laughs) so she's another character that we used to, I feel like, quote her lines religiously in this movie. Like I used to I think I used to say those lines all the time. I think like me and and like blank all the time. Like, all right, who got the field? It's me, Gales. Yeah, no, it's just like it's just Sherry O'Terry like doing what Sherry O'Terry does, right? Like she's just like like so over the top and so like her eyes are always like going crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's just she's like so good in this movie. Yeah, she's great. She like tickles Doofy and he like farts. She's like, remind me not to do that again. <laughs> or like she has such great moments where they don't even call attention to it but like if you're paying attention you can just pick up on so many jokes like when she's uh trying to seduce him and she's like i want to take you to my van and she sucks on his finger and then you like see her afterwards like pick a hair out of her mouth and like (laughs) and like they don't even call attention to it but if you're watching it you notice it you're like that's so like such a minute thing but it's just so hilariously great yeah she's she's amazing she's amazing at that stuff and that again like it's like kind of like a sketch comedy movie so like she was on saturday night live for a while i think right yeah yeah no she was yeah she she was in there in the early 2000s right pretty sure yeah hold on let me look up exactly when i'm like almost 100 percent sure she was on saturday night live i just don't know what season 
definitely think so because I'm pretty sure I've seen like skits with like Will Ferrell and and people and she's been in it. So like she oh, was yeah, probably she's like the other. She's the cheerleader with him, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So she was part of that whole uh, group. But yeah. So it's like you know, it's like right up her alley, and it's like it, it is kind of like a sketch comedy movie. So you watch like Sherry O'Terry crushes in it. And it's it's those moments that I love really come to mind when I think about like the things that I love the most from this movie is just that really stupid humor um, that reminds me that I have the dumbest humor imaginable that I'll laugh at the stupidest things. Like um, I think two two there's two jokes in this movie that are so stupid but work so fucking great that I was crying laughing for longer way longer than i should have the first one is when bobby and cindy are making out and fucking james vanderbeek peeks his head in and he's like oh wrong set and then dips and it's like that's such a good silly fucking dawson's creek bit that like i i laughed yeah, and the, the rest dawson's of that music is playing too so like, yeah, it's, like, like it's playing it's in like... the background yeah, that's another up. one though like do you think people today would even know what the what they're talking about no no i think unless like you had watched dawson's creek like if you saw that movie that this is a movie today and you had never even heard of dawson's creek you'd be like i don't know what the hell that reference was to like they probably wouldn't even know who james vanderbeek is at this point right. i watched like the first couple episodes of dawson's creek the other like within the last few weeks oh my god did you I don't think yeah, I've ever yeah. actually watched an episode of Dawson's Creek. You should give it a shot because it's like soap don't. opera level drama. It's so funny. <laughs> Not let Heather hear that. The next, the next thing you know, she's going to be having me watching every season of that show. I mean, I think there's a lot of seasons too. I think so too, right? Isn't it? I think that show had like eight or nine seasons. Yeah, something like that. I just know by like episode two, uh, what's his name? Joshua Jackson. Is that the guy? The kids Who's in the, the Mighty Ducks? Guy? yes yeah 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 he's the other dude on the show and like by episode two he's like banging one of his teachers it's like it's like oh, oh my god this one show. of those shows all right so maybe yeah. maybe i'll watch it maybe that, that that doesn't sound so bad it's pretty bad but you should at I, least give it a shot i think with shows like that i'm more averse to watching them just because like i know how i am and i know like i'll watch an episode and then the next thing i know it's a week later and i'm like six seasons in and i'm like where the hell is my life gone yeah totally that's true that's fair yeah so it's it's more trying to keep me from getting suckered into watching like eight seasons of a show that's probably got 24 episodes per season in like a week and a half because yeah. i have no self-control that's fair yeah, yeah i mean so. I, I definitely hear that <laughs> yeah. who knows maybe i'll end up doing it i'll try i'll try a few episodes or whatever but the other the other joke that in this movie that gets me every time and and might be my favorite joke in a movie ever is again the scene um where they're all the news stations are out front and they're interviewing everybody like after the first death happens and it cuts all the way down to like the black news station they're like white folks are dead we getting the fuck out of here like they get right in the car and they're like get in the car let's move yeah. and they just that part, feel out that part definitely still holds up yeah i mean that made me laugh i was like light single hand <laughs> single-handedly be the best joke that's ever been laid in in a comedy movie ever i'm like that is just so perfect and so hilarious like i i cry and i i cried multiple times throughout this movie of of laughing because i just love stupid fucking humor it's one of those movies like uh like if you if you like dumb comedies 
if your humor is like you can laugh you'll laugh at anything like these movies are right up your alley like i don't even really have like in my notes anything that i could put down for what i don't like because when it comes down to like movies like this like the mileage you're gonna get out of it is attuned to what you think is funny yeah i there was a couple of things i guess i would say i didn't like but like you said it's just like more an opinion than anything i thought that like yeah. the matrix thing was pretty dumb oh yeah well like obviously some of those jokes are going to be on the like way too on like the low-hanging fruit jokes like you can you can get rid of yeah but like in a movie like this, it's it's mostly like nitpicking those because it's just like it's hey, some stuff you're gonna laugh at, some stuff you're not like like the bit in the beginning when Carmen Electra like see like looks and sees like the banana, the gun, and the grenade, and then picks like the banana, and it's like yeah, all right, all right, yeah, I, I get it, I get it. <laughs> I thought that was yeah, I get what you're saying though. It's subjective because I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. No, like I laugh, I laugh, but like it's it's one of those ones that you could set like point at and be like the these movies you're gonna get out of it what how easy it is to make you laugh well that and that's the thing it's like to me this is like maybe the best example of a movie where it's like your attitude and expectations going into it are gonna be a big decider in whether you have a good time watching it or not exactly like if you just go in and lean into the fact that it's dumb and you're just trying to get a couple chuckles out of it you'll probably enjoy it but if you're going into it where you're like oh my god the stupid banana thing like you're gonna hate it like you'll do that you'll do that a thousand times before the movie's over exactly if you go in there like looking for things to be like this is dumb or oh this is the bit like you're it's going to derail you very quickly and at that point i would almost say then the parody movies are probably not for you yeah you you definitely wouldn't have been in the theater with me watching Vampires Suck in like I, 2016. <laughs> I certainly wasn't. I, I heavily jumped off the parody bet. I think I think my I think after Meet the Spartans, I was like, I'm I think I'm done. Dude, but how funny is Meet the Spartans though? <laughs> that might be one of the funniest movies ever made. That is one that I know we've we've quoted some bits from that one that still get me to this day. I mean, uh, I, I don't even remember anything from the movie other than that I thought it was really, really funny. The only bit that still stands to me, which is is just one that that I've quoted, is is when they would be like, "High fives for the ladies, open mouth tongue kisses for all the boys." <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the only bit I remember from that movie that actually made me laugh. Dude, I have to go back and watch that again. They have like a whole like stomp the yard dance routine in the middle. Yeah. That part I remember. Lucky for you, you're part of a podcast where we will be going back and watching all of the dumb movies that we saw. Yeah, but that's that's gonna take us like years to get to. I'm gonna watch it like tomorrow. That's true. Yeah, I think Meet the Spartans <laughs> was what like 2007. Yeah, that's so many episodes from now. Sure, that's that's a far time, especially once you get to like 2004. No, dude, we were seeing maybe, movies like every week. Yeah, maybe it was 2007. Pretty that's sure. like around 300. No, no, you're right. It's probably later because 300 came out in 2007. Yeah, and like, yeah, that's what I thought. Like maybe like late 06, like early. Yeah, so maybe it was later than that. Was 300 2007? We we were seniors by that point. It was either 06 or 07. I mean, hold on, let me look it up. God damn, man. I'll start to bleed together after a while. Oh, so I guess we were in college when Meet the Spartans came out. Oh, well, it, so yeah, like I said, late 2006. It was December 9th, 2006 was the release date for 300. December? Yeah. Oh, it came out in March. 
don't know. Maybe I'm looking at the release date. Oh, wait, hold on. I knew it. I knew you. I was like, dude, there's no way that came out around Christmas. It's like, dude, Zack Snyder loves March. Like, okay, though. So hold on, though. <laughs> December 9th. So release dates December 9th, 2006. What the hell is the butt numathon? Was a film marathon held in Austin, Texas every December. So it was probably just like, uh, so it debuted at like whatever this like at like a film fest festival or... kind of thing is. Yeah, the festival showed 24 hours of vintage films as well as premiered. So it premiered in December 9, 2006, but it got a wide release in March. In March. All right. That's what I was going because I could have sworn. The theatrical release. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure when we saw 300, we did a double feature of that and the animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that came out. And I was like, I remember that movie came out. In like around the April area, there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that came out in two thousand seven. <laughs> yeah, it was the it was an animated one. We went and saw it. I don't remember that at all. Well, we were also uh, drinking around this time, so yeah. it's entirely possible we were a little inebriated when we went and saw these movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'll have to look that up. I don't remember that movie at all. Well, we'll get there soon enough. Even though, yeah, 2007 going to be a ways away when we get to that one. But anything else left to drop in on knowledge-wise for Scary Movie there, Jim? Nah, I don't really have anything. Just that I'm I, looking forward to the third one more than... Yeah, the, absolutely. It'll be... The second it'll, one, which was also pretty funny. I did not see the second one in theaters. I don't think I saw... Oh, nice. So we're not even going to have to talk yeah. about it. So we won't, yeah, so we won't amazing. even be touching on the second one. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I know I saw the third one um, in theaters. Very... Yeah, which yeah, we'll so. right to that one at some point. We, we will get to dive to that one. We we'll, should get there pretty quickly. The 2001, 02, and 03, we will jam through pretty quickly. Sweet. So we will we will get in there. But all right. a scary movie podcast for the next one. <laughs> Yeah, we are strictly now scary movie podcast. That's what everybody out there was waiting for. <laughs> but all right, final rating for scary movie, Jim. Let's hear final thoughts and your rating. I don't know, like I don't know, like a, like I like this style of movie, but I didn't think this was like the best version of it. So I would give it like a two, two. Yeah, like a two, maybe like a two and a half. I don't know. Two or two and a half, Jim. Is you I'm, you I'm can't sticking, be messing with the list. I'm sticking with two. Two is my sticking, answer. Sticking at two. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Uh yeah, I would do just above that. I would do a three. I think this is as solid as a movie that you could uh expect from the parody department. Um, and again, your mileage will depend on what you find funny. And me being somebody who laughs at like legit anything. Yeah, I think I got, I got the mileage. I'm giving it a two because just while I'm watching it the whole time, I'm just mostly disappointed that it's not Scary Movie 3. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, the whole time I'm watching this movie is like, oh man, but the jokes are so much better in that <laughs> other one. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, there's there's much more of a hard edge to the jokes in this one as opposed to Scary Movie 3. And it makes sense considering like the Wayne's brothers, very different comedians from the Zucker brothers. Yeah, right. It's like, I don't know. I thought it was okay, but like it's not like I don't think it quite leaned into like the airplane-ness of parody movies quite enough. So that's kind of where my head's at. 
That's fair. That's fair. All right. So with a two from Jim and a three from me, that gives an average rating of five out of ten for Scary Movie, which places it. It's our first uh, tie. Jim, uh, this movie now sits with a five. Uh, tying. <laughs> what movie do you think it ties with? I don't know, dude. We've only done like six of these. How am I supposed to remember? Is it with Pokemon? Yes, it is. <laughs> Let's go. It is now tied with Pokemon uh, with a five out of ten. Sits one spot ahead of the Rugrats movie with four. Which is a very high floor for this list. Yeah, there's a huge leap from four to five here. Uh, there's, a huge, there's a huge gap between zero and four. And like, I just am very intrigued to see what fills in there. Yeah, once they all start to like slowly seep in oh my god that's so funny that it's you know, it's it's only one ahead of rugrats it's so funny you did we screwed this whole thing up with rugrats no no the list is good jim no no it'll be interesting to follow for sure it'll still be interesting to follow but it's just every week i'm like man so rugrats is gonna beat something and so far not yet no it beat the perfect storm Oh, did it? What did the perfect yeah. storm get? God, I don't even know the list. We gave uh, the perfect storm three point five. Oh, deserved though. Deserved. Much 0. worse. Five than below the Rugrats movie. <laughs> Much worse than Rugrats. Much worse than Rugrats. Mark Wahlberg would like to have a word with you off stage. <laughs> next, what's next then? So we turn our attentions now. Next week, we're still in the year two thousand. Okay, do um, I get to guess? Is that how we've been doing these? Yes, I will let you. I will let you guess. Um, next week's episode is a, another first for us here, um, as far as genre wise goes. Um, it is a genre that I don't particularly enjoy. And it helped. It is probably the biggest genre out today. Is it a superhero movie? It is a superhero movie. And it's in. Is it Spider Man? No, Spider Man. The first Spider Man, I think, was 2002. Okay. So if it wasn't Spider Man, there's only like two superhero movies from like that. It's got to be X Men. Yes. It yeah, is the okay. first X Men movie. I don't think I've seen the first X Men. Oh, I definitely saw this in theaters. I saw this with my dad, and I am very excited to talk about this movie. Bam, we've got one that Jim has seen in theaters. Yeah, I do not, I don't think I've watched this movie probably in forever, I would imagine. I, I did, on this might be one of those movies, like one of the first movies we're getting to where I haven't watched it since I saw it in theaters. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen the first one a lot since I saw it in theaters, honestly. I feel like I I've seen the second one a lot more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I think back on when i you know was when we were in high school and i was a bit more into superhero movies like i think we always would gravitate to x2 so like i don't think we ever really i don't think i've ever watched this movie since i saw it in theater so this will be this will be an interesting one to go back and i think it'll be a fun one to go back to um especially seeing how like where superhero movies are today so it will be interesting to watch this one and see how like scaled back it is in comparison to like the stuff you see today yeah, I get what you mean, like, in terms of, like, the special effects and the, the set pieces. Yeah, the special effects, yeah, the story, because, like, it, the stuff you get today is so balls to the walls insane that, like, what we thought was revolutionary back then probably seems so pedestrian now. So it'll be it'll be fun to go back and watch. And see young, young Hugh Jackman. 
Halle Berry one-liners haven't gotten any better, that's for sure. We will be back next week diving into our first superhero movie here on the podcast with the release of the first X-Men movie. But that will do it for all of us here at Front Row Cinema in this episode. Jim, do you have anything to leave the people with for this episode? No, I don't. I, I'll, see, I'll see you next week. <laughs> one day soon, he will have a catchphrase. People. I had a pretty good one last week. I had one week, last week, yeah. This, this week, scary. Really hard to, to try and come up with one. A scary movie does not lend itself well to pulling a, uh, a catchphrase out of it. I'll get one from X Men for sure. I'll get one from X Men. He'll, he'll have a, one. That's a gym guarantee. He'll peruse the Halle Berry one-liners for a good uh, catchphrase next week. <laughs> but that'll be for next week. As always, everyone, until next time, we'll see you at the movies.